<laughs> Welcome to the So Far So Rare podcast. I'm joined by Mike Zakarian. Mike, how are you? Zakarian, Zakarian? Zakarian, you got it first first try, which uh, most people don't get. I get a lot of Zakarian, a lot of that, but Zakarian, you crushed it right off the bat. So That's what I do. Point, point Nellis. Yeah, point to me. Um, you're from Team Hold. What all do you do? You make yeah. podcasts and you're predominantly in the NBA, so disclaimer for everyone listening, but I think you know, what we try to do here is talk about all facets of the game. We will talk about football too, of course, but and the general yeah. sentiment and the general whole thing of so rare, but you're coming probably with a more NBA lens. Yeah, I uh, I started doing some like NBA Top Shot content years ago, a couple years ago, and then uh, when So Rare announced they were doing, I come from like the fantasy basketball, fantasy sports world. Uh, so when NBA So Rare announced they were going to do an NBA game, I was like, let's get it. And then uh, I actually think one of the first So Rare shows we did, you were, you were a guest on. You were, I was yeah. like, what the hell are we doing here? Um, so yeah, we've been doing, and we've been we've been having a lot of fun with it. We've been doing, we do like a couple of shows each game week. We do like a live book before lock which i know there's some some content creators i think quinny does one um as well like right before lock's gonna start we kind of like scramble through all the nba news and uh projections and stuff like that so it's been uh it's been a blast you've been really enjoying it yeah i think uh was it october maybe nba the, the nba platform kind of came out in around october i think i talked yeah to they, you, I, you the one with the ridiculous intro was that someone else? Yes, yes, yeah, baby, that's <laughs> yeah, it, that's yeah, right. Yeah. We got that, that weird ass that. intro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, can you can you explain we, that intro? Because I remember being taken back and loving it. It kind of like made me feel right at home and comfortable off the bat. Yeah, I think we've actually uh, we I think we retired that one, and now we just save it for special occasions because it was uh, we uh, it was an, an NBA Top Shot specific one, and it, mm. so we had a, a community member in our uh in like the team hold community wrote the song and then produced the song too and then uh another guy our, our one of the founders of team old greg he f fired up and edited the video together too so it's basically the three of us going through our top shot journey uh where it starts off saying the top shot streets are a dangerous place <laughs> so there's a lot of fun we had a lot of fun with it because I, I was used to kind of you know when people ask you to go on podcasts i was used to it kind of been one of those where you know, the people you're on, they kind of panic and introduce you and they, they stumble around and eventually they get there. But I come on to yours and it was like this pre-produced intro song that was like an actual song. Um, and apologies, <laughs> yeah. my, my connection is unstable and that's on my end. Everyone on this podcast is getting used to that by <laughs> now every single week. We got fiber and apparently I'm rocking pretty fast internet, but maybe my mom or dad are streaming down in the living room or something. Um, yeah, I'm getting used well, to this. Well, if life. there's anybody from Team Hold... If there's anybody from Team Hold watching this, they're going to think it's my fault because my Wi-Fi has been a disaster the last couple of days. So yeah. uh, they, we can blame both of us. <laughs> yeah, we we'll just blame both of us. If I if I stop talking, um, you just keep going. Yeah. And if you stop talking, I'll keep going. But I suppose what I want to ask you is, you know, <laughs> within the football product at the minute, Perfect. you know, in the community in particular, there's a lot of drama, right? And I don't really mm. enjoy the drama. The reason I have a podcast and the reason I make videos is because I prefer to talk to people mano a mano and have a bit of crack. And I think in reality, 99% of this community would get on in real life and shake each other's hands and have a ball in a bar because we all yeah, enjoy no. the same stuff and we all have a good time. Yet, when it comes to Twitter, when it comes to Discord, you'd swear people were like mortal enemies and absolutely hate the guts of each other and stand for completely different things. And in reality, 90% of it comes down to self-interest and just being dickheads. And yeah. there's a lot of people who I actually really like who do it. And I just I just stay clear. 
I, I prefer to voice the opinions here, but like, I don't know, has that went over to the basketball side of it? Is everyone there throwing toys at the Prama being grumpy too, or is it is it a football problem at the moment? Uh- not not at each other. Do you mean uh, do you mean like they're throwing uh, like lobbing grenades at so rare itself, or do you mean well, like I, th- I think in the, the football side? Yeah, in the community, in the football side, there's just so many differing opinions and people trying to take oh, people gotcha. down. And you know, I like get people make mistakes. People are dickheads. People do things wrong, and people do have can be malicious. But equally, if someone, anyone with any sort of gallery makes any sort of slip up, I feel like they, they get hounded. And I feel like people do need yeah. to be policed. But equally. I don't know, I just, there's a lot of drama, and I'm not a dramatic kind of guy, says the guy who makes podcasts and will make really dramatic statements. <laughs> yeah, I'm dramatic I, when so it suits there, me. We, I, yeah, when it's good for clicks, man, I get it. <laughs> so when, uh, on the SOAR NBA side, I haven't seen a lot of that, and I think maybe because it's so new, and the people who probably are in the drama on the football side don't understand basketball enough yet, or maybe aren't super fans yet, so they're just kind of optimizing and going right so they i don't know if they feel comfortable enough getting into the nitty-gritty i will say because again i come from like the top shot side of things initially there's there is a lot of that there where like why are you selling this thing dude you're not believing the platform man i thought you i thought you were a believer uh so there's a lot of that and then there's uh i get targeted a lot as a content creator that people will make fun of because I do talk about so rare. And so their assumption is I have left top shot. It can't survive. And I'm at so rare now because they're paying me, which I think they, they should see the statements that come in. And, yeah. and I, and I think they'd, they'd feel a little bit more comfortable with the amount of money that's coming in. But uh, so I think I'm on the receiving end of some of that. And, I always like it because I come from a comedy background and anytime people want to, I'm like good at getting made fun of, but I'm also very good at making fun. So I enjoy that. But we haven't, I have, we haven't seen it in the so rare NBA side. I wonder if we get, get like year two, year three, people start thinking their, their testicles are bigger than they are. And uh, they start getting louder on social media. Maybe we'll see it a bit more. Yeah, maybe in the NBA side at the minute, they're still in the the space where they're like so rare is the enemy, and also like I don't know they're, they're the biggest yes. fan of the product, but equally so rare is the one that makes the mistakes, or so rare is the the one that needs to improve, or this needs to change. We need new divisions, we need ETH thresholds. I think you mentioned we need ETH prizes, we need experiences, yeah. we need more memorabilia, we need this, we need that, and maybe you're not quite at the point yet where people turn on each other. Um, maybe it's not that big yet, but It'll come. <laughs> right. We're, we're all we're all rallying around. Uh, we're like all kids in a cafeteria rallying around the food being terrible. Uh, and we're like blaming, you know what I mean? And like so rare is the food at this point. We're like, we can't be we can't be mad at each other. We got to be mad together. And so yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. that's kind of where the energy comes. Um, but and even still, though, I will say like to so rare's credit, I think like anytime they've received a lot of uh, flack or feedback on something, uh, they've made adjustments or at least have like talked about it a little bit. And uh, I, I feel like they get some credit for that. I'm willing to give like on the football side of things, you're, you're multiple years in. Right. So mm-hmm. I can I can understand frustrations mounting and being like, this isn't new. You know, you've been doing this for multiple seasons now. Get your shit together. We're on the NBA side of things. It's like, 
this is our first all-star weekend. Like we've never, we haven't even had a playoffs yet, you know? So I am giving them a little bit more of a runway to figure out what they think works and what doesn't work. Mm. Uh, but I imagine like 40 years from now, once they like catch up to where football is there, the language will change a little bit. I bet from the community. Yeah. I don't know. Sometimes I wonder, am I like too forgiven, Mike? Do you know, and mm. maybe, you know, am I flying too close to the sun to an extent? Because, you know, I, Talked to so rare a lot. You know, I was in the commercial. I was over and met a few people for the Premier League launch. Did something very exciting with them recently that people will probably see next week. Um, and, you know, then, you know, very, very quickly you can become a company man. Do you know what I mean? Right. But I think it's about realizing yeah. that. And I'm not saying I'm a company man, but I wonder, like, has that bias creeped in? Because I've met a lot of the people who work at so rare. Sure. And I realize they are switched on and they have the best interests at heart. And the fact that within a year, They've went from X amount of employees to probably, I don't know, 200 or something now. Yeah. I kind of just back it longer term. So maybe shorter term, I give them more leeway. I I think that's a very good observation. And like, that's great self-awareness because I don't think a lot of people would look at it that way. And I, I know I'm because they, they helped me go to the NBA all-star game weekend, which was a, like a month or so ago. And they like got me out to Utah. I get to go to all these events. Same thing. Met a lot of those people. And they're all great. So, and to their credit, that's like good business. <laughs> they, yeah, they, 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 they got us. Me. They got us. Yeah, right? If you're they listening, you that. bastards, you got yeah, us. <laughs> they should be doing that. You are like the biggest voice of the product. They should be like, hey, John, anything you need, baby? Like, what can we do? Yeah, yeah. Um, but I, I, <clears throat> I know on my end, I've tried to remain like, if something like, zoom out a little bit listen to what people around me are saying in our community or just on twitter and be like okay what what is real from this and i think yeah. like a good uh, i did you check out any of the ama that happened uh this week was that with david it was yeah and it was targeted towards like major league baseball the baseball product and the nba product and that was one of those uh, what's the what's the most polite way to do it was more of like an ask me anything i'll answer nothing type thing right where it was just real good company answers were like we hear you this yeah. is great feedback uh and we look forward to going back to the drawing board and figuring out like we didn't really get anything from that um and i like to me i was like all right we could have done a better job getting that information so i try to like what you're saying i try to still be critical when it makes sense and not be critical for clicks, but when it makes sense to call stuff out. And I think that's like, I was listening to you and Andrew talk uh, in last week's episode about uh, like how the switching over to the coins and how like you got rugged of <laughs> 60,000. Yeah. Uh, but like, you know, but, but being able to still articulate frustrations or things that might seem not great at the moment uh, while still, I don't know. There's a way to do it. There's a way to still be excited about the product, to work with them on their product, and still be critical when it's, you know, necessary. I think. Mm. I'm just sorry. You mentioned that AMA, and I think because I'm so, I've been saying to people the last couple of weeks, I've been relatively disengaged, and when I am engaged, I'm trying to look at football. Um, so this one kind of skirted past me. I did see that it happened. I just didn't really go and dig into it. Did they mention monetary rewards? Or did they not? Yeah, and they were, they, they meant, uh, yeah, that was like the first question. And it was like, you know what? That's a great question. And everybody here at So Rare is working day and night to make that a reality. And we look forward to an update in the ah, future. You know what I mean? It was a lot of those answers, which I get. Like maybe they, maybe they can't answer it yet. Uh, but part of me yeah. is like, well, I don't know. <laughs> what are well, we doing? Yeah, I think it's one of those that I, 
I don't know enough about it, but I, I could speculate. I mean, it was always a case of, I think, was it to do with gambling regs or something within the US that they didn't bother? Yeah. So I don't know if those gambling regulations will change or was it like a NBA, MLB image thing where they didn't want to be associated with that? But if they see the amount of money they could generate, if that was a reward of more card sale, yeah. and get more commissions off card sales and blah, blah, blah. Maybe, I mean, money can fix everything, really. Um, Absolutely. I mean, they, they just started legalizing gambling all over the United States, like state by state it's happening. So they're definitely fine with the idea of what gambling is. Yeah. I mean, it's there's advertisements everywhere. Uh, so I, I'm sure it is a matter of time before something like that happens. And maybe it has something to do with, like you were saying, the leagues and the licensing and stuff like that. So I'm sure we'll get more information at some point. It's just it's I always feel for them, too, because I've been in a situation before, like in a previous job where you're like talking to a group of people and you're like, I can't I can't. The truth is, I don't fucking know. <laughs> right. Like, I don't know <laughs> when it's going to happen, if it's going to happen. But I can't yeah. say that. I have to say you guys bring up valuable points and I appreciate yeah. everyone, you know, and it's yeah. a tricky spot for them. You need, you need to play the game. I mean, like, and these people ultimately report to someone who reports to someone who probably reports to Nicholas. And exactly like. They're not. They get stuck up to this AMA, and you know they're like, "Ugh." It's probably like footballers or basketball players when they get media and they have to go and do yeah. media, and they're like, "Ugh," because the the upside is so limited. Now, it's a bit different for footballers right. more because you can build a persona, build an image, build a brand. But within these, whenever right. you're working on it, so that's a shitty comparison in a sense. But when you work in a company and you're in middle management, or if you're anywhere in that company that isn't the top, all you're doing is opening yourself up to saying something you shouldn't. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, exactly. And and from a, from a and from the community side, it would be like yelling at the, ready. This I'm gonna try. I'm gonna. This is me doing my homework. It'd be like it'd be like yelling at the bartender for raising uh for the for a pint costing nine quid instead of seven quid, right? Okay. The bartender didn't set those prices, exactly. right? The, the so why are we yelling at Gary or whoever it is? Here's you know? an American question for you. Yeah, if you go into a bar, and mm -hmm. a pint should be seven fifty. But mm -hmm. said pint cost ten dollars. Yeah. Do you tip the bartender? Le do you tip Gary less because you've paid more for the pint, or is that no? Not Gary's I but problem? see, I'm I feel. Yeah, that same thing. I. Oh. You broke you've broke up a little bit on me, Mike. We'll wait till you come back, and then I'll keep trucking on, but. Uh, it sounds like I've muted him for you guys who are listening, but it sounds like he's got an interesting take on this Gary point. I think he's back. You're back. Okay, tell us, tell us about, tell us again from the top. Do you tip him more or do you not? I I tip him the same amount probably because uh or like because I, I, over here it's basically a dollar a drink. I absolutely overtipped then. I absolutely yeah. overtipped. Uh, but see, I always lean on over tipping too. I like just feel bad for bartenders. They deal with the most amount of bullshit. And like that mm. job is just constant bullshit. Um, and so I, I always go that way. But yeah, I didn't do it because I'm a good guy. I did it because I didn't <laughs> understand a dollar a drink. Yeah. I was like 20%, baby. So I was just like, if I was getting around, yeah. it was $40. They'd get 45 and we'd move on. Even if, well, that's probably about right, actually, when you think about it. You know it. what's, it is funny. It's a, it's a dollar a drink, but if if you're like, with food, I still just do 20% of whatever it is. So it's yeah. a dollar a drink if I'm like only at the bar getting a drink. Um, mm. But yeah, yeah, I still, I, I'm closer to what you do with like just 20% all the time. Differently. 
what I want to ask you now, we'll move on to the um, the the coins, so rare coins. They didn't, they haven't happened in the 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 Yank Sports yet, have they? No, no, they, no. We haven't been yanking those around yet. Haven't yanked those um, yet. So, <laughs> but I got a couple. I've got a couple over in the Premier League uh, contest that I've been playing. Yeah, so you're, you're gonna you're gonna get a few coins, right? I suppose just as a talking point, and maybe like you know, you can speculate on this like anyone else, even if you're not that ingrained in football, even though you have a few Premier League team players. Um, The training was the first boost that came out, wasn't it? So you can buy extra training squads. I think they were priced at two thousand coins, five thousand coins, fifteen, forty-five, and a hundred, and that's like to unlock additional training lineups. We all know how important training is, and. I don't know. There's there's actually quite a bit to that. It's 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 much more loaded than than first meets the eye. For me, I bought the first two because I'm churning out enough coins and I'm actively targeting coins like in every lineup now to try and hit a hundred points here and two hundred points there. If I know I can't compete, I'm spamming the lineups in to try and get the coins. But like, I've seen mixed opinions on this, and I'm gonna throw out mine before I get your take because then it might sound like I'm soundboarding off you. My take and my gut is that in any product where there's high rollers, low rollers, all sorts of rollers, there's fish, there's wheels, there's whatevers, it makes sense for everyone. And I get that I can be considered a, not a whale, but maybe like a, maybe like a dolphin, right? I'm not a fish. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Maybe, maybe slightly bigger than a dolphin. Maybe like a walrus. I'll take that. Yeah. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? I'm, I'm kind of in the middle in terms of mass. Yeah, you right? can't claim you can't claim fish. No, but I get you're like I'm not a whale. Look yeah. at my account. I'm not a whale. So you just, I'm just you're just a, a meteor a meteor <laughs> mammal. I'm just yeah. I'm just a walrus cruising about, right? But so I get that there's bias. Ba ba ba. I just feel like I need to disclaim the bias every time because I know what people at home are thinking, right? But. In my opinion, now I get the training. Training is tough because they took it all away and now you have to buy it back, right? But you're buying it back with quote-unquote free coins. The other side is you could say that we had it too easy for too long and everyone who was in early had the advantage of unlimited training lineup. So every card you had before, you were training like fuck. Whereas now anyone who comes in is going to struggle to train. Like my 10% Koulibaly, my 10% this, my 10% Vanek and my 10% him. These nine, eight, nine, ten percent cards that I've had for a year or two, that's almost the advantage I feel like I have. People trying to right. get there now can't just come in and get a full gallery of trained up players. At most, they can have eight training teams a week, whereas I was rocking 40 for like a year and a half. So in yeah. a sense, that's, that's the advantage. Another thing is, I don't know what price memorabilia is going to come in at, tickets are going to come in at, all these things are going to come in at. But whether you like it or not, it is absolutely unrealistic for people who come in and play for free or play on a small budget, I don't know, anywhere sub 5, 10 grand. It is unrealistic to expect to come in and to be winning memorabilia mm-hmm. and tickets regularly. You might be able to save up for one a season. I don't know what the pricing is going to come in at. But these things, when you look at poker stars, when you look at wherever, I always use poker stars as the example because I used to play on it quite a bit. Oh. I used to play quite well, we, a bit. We got to talk poker stars we got to talk poker stars here at the end then. <laughs> yeah, we will. So, but like, <laughs> they like, I mean, I swear, I played a bit. Now, I don't know, I was playing kind of like $15 turbo 18-seaters type of thing. And I'd run two or three at a time and play for a few hours a couple of times a week. And like, after yep. a couple of months, I could get a cap, right? 
But that's right. the game. The high rollers were getting flown out to bloody Caesar's Palace to play in some right. thing. And that's just the nature of the game. I, and it's not a case of you can't. It just, there seems to be this entitlement that people think it, this isn't like, a, I don't know, it is a, maybe this shit analogy. It's not like a democracy or something where it's like, or like, what's the word? Communism. It's not like everyone is equal yeah. and we all get the same. It's capitalism, Listen, baby. You spend more, it, you get more. If you want to do that, go play the lottery, right? Like, that's yeah. what it is. Everybody can spend $10 and you hope you win a million. Like, if that's what if that is, that's what the lottery is, right? Yeah. Uh, I totally agree. I, I think, like, the one, like, cat I'll put, it needs to still be enticing enough for new people that they want to play it, right? Like, it yeah. only, no matter what, like, their bag is, right? So... When they sign up, if they're like, oh, I haven't been here for five years, I'll never be able to compete. That'll be a bummer, right? Like, yeah. it, there needs to be still... And that, and I think, especially on the football side, the NBA side, we're sort, sort of seeing it with these progressions and with these, like, begin... Like, that's the only reason I do dove into the Premier League. Because I was like, oh, wait, I can play in a limited contest, but not against people who have 14,000 cards? It's like, all right, yeah, that's that's good for me. I like that. But I totally agree with you, man. Like, if, if, if you're... It's not beneficial to spend a lot of money. Why would you spend a lot of money? Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. the, so that has to be the dynamics. You have to, and it's, and it's not, that's not so rare specific. That's literally in anything. If you get a credit card, you get more points the more you use the credit card. Part. like that's that's just how it we got to be careful with the language and to make sure it's still enticing for new people but i totally agree i totally agree with the points yeah i think um i'm sorry for everyone listening if the connection goes a wee bit i think next week i'm gonna look and mike this isn't your fault at all i think what i might look at next week is like zencaster or something that records locally and then sort mm. of edit it afterwards because this is a couple of weeks now but um stick with us but when i have a look at like my free to play kind of account where i'm doing the road to glory on yeah i won 110 coins last week I mean, if someone can come in free to play, completely free, have a bit of fun, you think FPL is free and people win next, not, they win nothing, right? Yeah. If people can come in, play the free to play so rare game, be engaged in more sports, five leagues across Europe, bit of fun, um, who knows, maybe next season they add like a Champions League draft or like a whatever, do you know, whenever they have right. major competitions like the Global Cup, they do that, the Euros will be coming around. If people can do that and over time, you know, accumulate... 5,000 coins in 50 game weeks um, or whatever it happens to be. That might be a full year. If you have 5,000 coins in a full year and you can get a free something, you know, I don't know what that is. Yeah. I, I don't even know what that is. Like, could that be a free shirt that's not signed or anything? Maybe. I, I don't know. Could you get your... Maybe, maybe that's a little bit of a stretch. I think it'll be priced much higher, to be honest. But my point is, if you can come in and feasibly maybe for free you can't expect much maybe if you get a so rare cap or something right but if yeah. you come in and spend 100 quid on limiteds and you get 10,000 15,000 20,000 coins over the course of a year whatever and you're able to get your your team your liverpool jersey once a year and you get your jersey through playing so rare or something i don't know yeah there, there's much smaller prizes like mugs or or like a pair of sliders that have your logo on them whatever these things happen to be whatever sort of amount of memorabilia they can bring in from club stores I get that you need to have it enticing for everyone, but this like training thing and the fact that people are like it's way out of way out way out priced, I almost feel like it should like the thrill of it should be that there is a grind, and it is unattainable yeah. and like right getting that first lineup's like oh. 
get in, I've got that. Like I've played games like Call of Duty where like you grind for hours to get that gun. When you get yeah. that gun, there's an endorphin rush and you like that gun. All the guns that are free and you pick up and you, you don't get in and off that. I don't know. I, I kind of, maybe it's the popular opinion. Maybe it's the unpopular one, as I say, a little bit disengaged. But I just think like, I'm not saying they've priced it perfect because I don't have a clue. And I think only time will tell. I haven't back tested the amount of coins they give out. I don't know what they're going to price other things at. But right. when I look at it, I'm not annoyed that the fifth lineup's 100 grand. I'm probably never going to buy it because I don't know if the value's there. It depends on what value other things come in at. But I'm definitely right. going to buy the first two, maybe the third. I, I don't know. I think I think you're right though in the uh, for like what the options are and like what how much things how many coins it will cost to get things. I think it'll give people a little bit of a better perspective, right? Because mm. people might be freaking out right now, and then we learn like it's not a crazy threshold to get one, maybe like a hat, whatever it is, right? And then like you continue to move up. I think as long as they have tiers right there's like different tiers where you're like okay i've been playing for six months i'll be able to just the f- play the free game uh the free game and then i can i'm able to accumulate something i think i th- i to- i mean listen this maybe this does end up being the unpopular opinion i totally agree i get it if you only play the free game and then they change the rules of something you're like what the hell man i was having a really good time i get it i get the mm-hmm. frustration but it's not like they're taking it away um and then to kind of tie it into the nba one of the frustrating things that happen that this game is called the common champion whereas you just play all common cards there's like a hundred thousand people in it if you come in the top thousand you won a limited tier card everybody would love that because it's like all right i don't have to it's a new game i'm unfamiliar with the product i don't have to unload a bag to win a card that's worth that's monetarily worth something right and then about a month or two ago they changed that so if you had had more than five limiteds you couldn't participate in it anymore they like just changed the structure a little bit and i totally understood even though that i wasn't playing a ton of the common stuff i totally understand that frustration because you're like well now now i'm it i'm incentivized to sell my limited cards if i only have like six or seven so i can participate in the free game versus now having to go spend a lot of money to play in the other game so like i can understand if you are they're like, here are the rules of the game. Here's how the game works. And then you change it mid-season. I totally get being like, what the hell, man? Like, mm. You told me what the rules were. I'm playing by your rules. But with this specific situation on the football side of things, I I totally agree. I think you reward the people who are in there every single game week grinding. Yeah. Right? Uh, and the longer you grind, the more beneficial it is. And if you spend yeah. more money while you're grinding, it's more beneficial for you too. We want to reward yeah. the people who are in here and holding shit. Right? That's That's like the... That's the name of the game. Like, I, I get I get it. You know, I, I've been on platforms before. Like, while I might be a walrus now, I have been the fish on a thing called Football Index. I wasn't a fish. Mm-hmm. I was maybe more like a, a salmon. A salmon is a fish. <laughs> I was maybe more like <laughs> But it's a, like a high-end fish. Yeah, it's a high-end fish. I was a high-end fish in a thing called Footstock. And, like, in those games, I didn't have the biggest gallery. And, you know, I had to grind, yeah. and I didn't get everything. But, like... It's this entitlement, like, it's the people who've played it the longest and have the most exposure, the people who, like, because what you forget sometimes about everyone who has the big galleries is they are the ones that have the most risk on the table. And whatever, if they're worth a billion and they have a million in it and it's nothing to them, that doesn't matter. They've put the most risk on the table. They've backed so rare the most and they support the market the most. I get there's other arguments you can really get into economics in terms of like, well, what if they're here and they're just yielding cards and then list them to the market and driving prices down, they're not helping in and blah, blah, blah. That's not the point. The point is, 
you can't just be happy with where you are. Learn to be happy with this. This goes for life. Be happy with where you are. If you're not happy with you, where you are, yes. get your skates on, be ambitious, and go and try new things and try and change where you are. But if don't be unhappy where you are and do nothing about it and complain. You know what I mean? Don't compare yourself to all these people yeah. who have come from all sorts of walks of life. We are in a high net worth individual game here and there will be people with millions, with hundreds of thousands, with tens of thousands, even with thousands might be a lot to you. If you've just come into this game and you haven't been here for years, you know, I don't know. I just see a lot of like entitlement. Maybe yeah. other people say, I mean, maybe, like, I sound like a, maybe I sound like a prick. I, I don't know. Uh, I, I don't yeah, really you're, doing, get, you're like, get off my lawn. You're like an old old yeah. man, old man Nellis being John, like, John's yeah, single now. John's unhinged now. <laughs> Big man doesn't yeah. hold anything back. Fuck you all. <laughs> no, I, think, I think you make a great point, though. I So a little bit about me, like I, I moved to New York about eight or nine years ago doing to do pursue like comedy. So I do some acting, do some stand up, uh, do some writing. And that's like how I got into the content game eventually. But it's like a, a mind fuck at times because I'm in this like circle of comedians in the city of New York and it's hard to do this for a profession and you're seeing your friends get opportunities, right? Whether they're going on late night shows to do stand-up sets, whether they get a writing job for a TV show, they get cast on a TV show, they're in a movie, whatever. And it's so easy to look around and be like, why not me? Why are they getting these opportunities? When is it my turn? And I think like the right, and it's easy to say this when you're not in the situation, but I think the right attitude is to be like, no, nah, man, that's awesome. That's like great for them that they're getting this opportunity. That's great for them that they are like progressing in this way. And I think if you could take a similar attitude to this like platform, it's like, okay, yeah, I'm probably never going to be with my guy AJ in a unique auction. <laughs> like mm-hmm. my, that's not going to be my life, but it was fun watching him go through like the thought process of like, okay, what is this thing worth right now? What will this thing be worth in a couple of weeks in a year from now? And then use that like thought process for like, where do I, you know, how, how do I engage in the auction? And I think there's, there can be joy in watching other people. I know, like, I'm sure you see it in your community. I know I see it in our community. There's someone who tangles in like the super rare NBA contests all the time. I'm probably not going to be in those, but it's Mm -hmm. like dope that he's crushing and not shut out our guy, Adam. Uh, so I don't know. I think I think it's I understand being like, why am I not benefiting while I'm seeing other people share their W's on Twitter or in the Discord? But like, maybe it's just like good for them. You just like celebrate yeah. the W's. It's okay. It's better than them sharing their losses. You know, go get the yeah, W's. Yeah. It's funny because I'm saying this now. Give me two weeks. They'll price things so that the wheels get stuff and I don't get anything. And I'll be saying, it's way too expensive. Yeah, I've got more like, for this platform <laughs> than anyone out here. And everyone will be like, John, be ambitious, go and work. I feel like this is my Molly May moment. I don't know if you know of Molly May. She was like a Love Island <laughs> contestant and she went on the Stephen Bartlett podcast and said everyone is the same 24 hours in a day. And she got absolutely ripped because she was basically saying like, everyone is the same 24 hours in a day. You know, go and do something with your 24 hours. I do something with mine and she got ripped. But um, yeah, no, I'd be interested to see. Like, so if you're listening on podcast, I don't know where you'll probably maybe post or whatever. But if you're on a YouTube comment below, I don't know. Do you th- I think it's very hard. I think we're premature. And actually, I don't even want people to tell me because ultimately I feel we need to wait for other things to hit the shop, which they probably will do just after we stop recording. Um, <laughs> they like announcements around three o'clock on Thursdays. I think, um, you know, it'll be all very comparative, won't it? It'll all really yeah. depend on what other things come in at. Because, I mean, I don't know. Will, will a signed jersey come in at half a million? Because if that's God. the case, even a gallery my size would need to grind for like a year to probably get that. Yeah. At, at least 
And it, where where do you stand on that? Like I kind of I would like I kind of like if it's almost out of reach where it's like you got really got to work for this. But I could see there being a lot of blowback if it was if it was like that. Well, let's pretend right that they've got. Well, let's pretend. What have they got? Like three hundred clubs. Let's say yeah. they have three hundred clubs of which two hundred and fifty are pretty undesirable jerseys, but. They're there. Mm -hmm. And let's say they get 10 signed jerseys a season from each. That's me just pulling numbers out of my arse that sound maybe realistic. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe it's 20. Maybe it's five. I don't know. But that, that comes in at like 3,000 signed jerseys a year. Never mind the logistical nightmare of getting Argentinian clubs and Asian clubs to post all these mm -hmm. jerseys and blah, blah, blah. And the amount of them that people wouldn't give a shit about. Like, I'm sorry. Right. I know like HG, shout out to Rare Data, would love it, but like a nonce signed jersey. I'm only winding them up. But like there are these teams <laughs> like that people just won't care as much about. Millwall. Do you know what I mean? They have, mm -hmm. they, is it Millwall they have? And they've got like Watford. I know there's definitely Watford fans listening. But my point is, I know there's much more undesirable teams. Um, you know, like Charlotte. Shout out, my main guy, Trip and I, um, I, sorry, just, We're I'm, at the point... We're at the point now where you could be just making sweat teams patches. Up. Oh, there we go. That means you're having a good time. That means Jesus. you're having a good time. I've never had sweat patches. I think it's because <laughs> I got a shower just before we went and I plastered deodorant on. Anyway. Yeah, sorry. you're already damp. Yeah. No, I was saying you could you could have just been making up towns uh at that point and I would have been <laughs> yeah, like, Yeah. hundred yeah. like percent. <laughs> Watford, Watford I knew. Watford I knew. Charlotte. Charlotte is a thing. They're in the MLS. I'm pretty sure that's what they're in the MLS. Supports. That, that yeah. was the one I knew. Yeah, that one. I yeah. did know that one. But my point is, yeah. let's pretend there's 3,000 jerseys of which 500 are the ones that people actually really care about. There's a, hundreds of thousands of people who want these on the platform. I, I don't know. I'm just like, how many can people realistically expect to get? That's signed. Non-signed, they can probably give away more. There'll be other bits of memorabilia, scarves and whatever you'd imagine. There'll be so rare specific merch that you imagine they'll give away for free. Not free, but very yeah. cheap because they want it once they have the, the I don't know, the um, distribution in place. Mm -hmm. Boosts they can make up and pull out of their arse, but the, the main thing is there that none become overpowered in gameplay and ruin the game. Um, right. Because that will literally, that, that would cause a chaos. Imagine the wheels and people that could afford the boosts had an advantage in the game that was OP. Yeah, um, and that's, that's what I was kind of saying. Like, if you if it starts to become, they're like, there's no reason for a new person to join because they're like, oh, I'll never compete. Then it, then that becomes a problem. I'd say, yeah, that is, that is a concern. Can't mess with the game mechanics. No. I think, like, it's kind of like the difference between, I don't know if this hits home with anyone but like Fortnite and Call of Duty to an extent where Fortnite you buy cosmetics and you buy lots mm -hmm. of fun little things and you have a great time but the guns don't really change whereas in Call of Duty you can buy better guns and buy right. skins that are like dark so that you can't be seen in like shaded bits and stuff so it's almost like Call of Duty feels a bit more pay to win whereas Fortnite feels a little more fun but mm -hmm. so rare is inherently kind of pay to win um you can win on a budget, but it's harder. But I suppose in this in the same breath, you could argue that these training slots are. I just I don't think they're overpowered enough to be an issue. But I think it's a really really tough balance. I think they need to be really yeah. careful because I think you could argue now that well they can train more players, but yeah they've got way bigger galleries. They probably have more players to train. Uh, right. You probably if you're worrying about the fact that them versus me, you're probably not in the position where you're going to need all five training lineups. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. absolutely absolutely so i think i just think it's just like a balance because like the training one where a wheel can have five eight and a minnow can have three or four 
you know, there is an advantage. I don't think it's overpowered and I think it's fair. But yeah. they could very easily release something that's too far one way and the wheels just buy it all up and get bonus XP in a week or something. Right, and then and then no one's gonna you can't compete. Like if you yeah. weren't able to acquire one of those bonuses, you're you're wash. It's not gonna it's not gonna matter. Yeah, that's gonna be tricky. That'll be tricky for them to balance. Are there any bonuses or boosts you'd like to see? I haven't put much thought into this. I really don't have any in no. my head. No, I, I haven't either. I um Especially because I haven't been dabbling as much over on the football side of things. So this is all, it's all like relatively new. I was trying to think of how it could impact the NBA. I do like, <clears throat> I do like the idea of like, maybe you could only do it with some of the, and I guess this wouldn't impact the NBA yet, but you know how, like when the new cards come out for the new season, right? Uh, th those are the ones that have a boost. Mm. Uh, and I like the idea if you could, if you had a card from the first season that didn't have that boost, you could like buy the boost. So it's now mm. like level with something like that, where it almost like evens the playing field with some of the new ones. Um, I have to think a little bit more about it. Cause I don't really know. I'm trying yeah. to think of how no, I've, I've thrown you people. under the bus here because I haven't really thought about it. And if you asked me now, I'd probably panic for three minutes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i i yeah i can't even think and especially because i look at my gap of limited and the Premier League, and it's two baby uh so i yeah. i would have a i'd have to really like dive in a little bit more on the premier league side of things but like to their like just to circle back to give them a little credit on the premier league side of things i or just the football side of things football but i'm not like a diehard right i don't know mm. the ins and outs of like every roster i know i know number 10 on every squad um but to to be able to like dabble in with some free cards and be like all right let me i'll buy one i'll buy one mm. so i can compete this week and it's like oh i did all right all right maybe we'll buy a couple more we'll progress in a little bit i love that i love that and that's like to go back i guess to tie it into the boost conversation i like that it's situated right now or it's set up right now for new people to come in and not feel like wildly overwhelmed like yeah. if i'm if i'm new i don't want to be in a contest against john dallas in the first my first experience i'm like all right i'm going up against that salmon i don't want to the, the want, walrus you don't, you don't want, you don't this, want this you don't want this son um, uh, but i i've been loving it i've been having a really good time with it uh, just to kind of, it's a good natural one here, actually. Another thing you'll be able to buy with your coins is SoRare Data memberships, apparently. So SoRare Data sponsor this podcast. I use them oh, every single really? day. It's true. I say this every single plug because it's bloody true. I use them every day. SoRare Data, you can sign up using the link in the description. You'll get two weeks free at their top tier to see if you like it. And there is a rookie membership for free. Use the code John Nellis if you upgrade your membership or use the link below and I'll get paid and I will love you forever. And you'll also get two weeks free. It's win, win, win. We all have a great time. Um, speaking of solar data and basketball, seeing as you're here, Mike, I was telling you briefly before we hit record that I use, in terms of the basketball, the lineup builder, people are sick of me plugging this. It's not even, it's just, it's, it's, it's an interesting talking point. It won't be another reward. Um, I do not follow basketball, but I let it build my teams. And this week, it won me Sadiq Bay. No, who did I win? I told you who I won. It hasn't hit my gallery yet. Was it Buddy? This is the Buddy Heel. No, the Buddy Heel rare was a few weeks ago. Um, I won another limited card, and I just opened it. Oh, Derek Rose. Oh, that's right. Yeah. That's right, Derek Rose, who I don't think is playing basketball too much lately. Uh, yeah. but. You know, tier former five. MVP. Nice, nice little, yeah, nice little collectible. <laughs> mm. I actually, when I was in Thailand, got a knockoff Chicago Bulls jersey and it had Rose on the back. So I've rocked that a bit in the past. So now I've got 
I didn't even know what he looked like, so now I've got him. Um, and I'm also on this week in Champion Limited, thanks to the lineup builder. Steph Curry shot like a 71. I'm in place to win a pretty good card. I have got 254 points and Giannis yeah. has an extra game. So, yeah, shout out that lineup builder. Even if you don't play sports, you can go and have some fun with the lineup builder. Um, will we answer some questions? Oh, sorry. Mike, there's a small delay here, so I'm probably talking all over you. Yeah, no, you're good. I was saying we uh that limited champion, we're we're competing right now because you, you said you're at 254. I'm at 259 right now, sitting at 105th, and I've got one game left of Fox Wiseman, Fred Van Fleet, and Dorian Finney Smith. So I get it. I think I might have a shot at a rare tier here from the limited yeah. champ this week, which is a little exciting. Love that. You have a way better shot than me. Um because I'm on 254 points. And I've only got Giannis mm-hmm. to play, but he has shot 62. So the chances of improving that, I imagine, aren't too high. So, yeah, that's, a, I would say though, for four of, I've got th- four guys with one game left, but three of them already hit their ceiling too. Like there's mm-hmm. a 68, a 61, and as someone who's not very good, get a 46. So I, I imagine those guys are all capped out. But I got one guy who only got 17 in his first game. So hopefully he can get up to that 40 range or something. Hmm. It's a fun scoring system. You know, I like it. Uh, the fact that it's like the best score that counts. Because like Steph Curry shot a 33, then a 71. Um, it'd be interesting. I yeah. don't know if you care. Do you care about baseball? Um, I, I missed the season last year uh, on the so rare side of things. But I do. I follow baseball. Uh, so I'm excited to dive in a little bit. I know lat, they do like cumulative though, right? So if, if a guy plays four mm. games, you just get all of the points together, yeah. which I get. Uh, I kind of like the best score, though. I, I really have enjoyed the NBA scoring mm. system. I like that a lot. Yeah, I, I think I enjoy the NBA one. Um, the I did enjoy the baseball one when it was there, but the basketball one didn't exist at the time. Um, honestly, mm. I don't have much of an opinion either way because I'm kind of just pissing into the wind any, regardless. I don't <laughs> just, really know what's Just use that lineup builder. <laughs> yeah, just clicking those buttons. Um, <laughs> but I have picked up a couple of baseball cards. I'm getting excited for MLB coming back. Um, I think they're going to be, they've kind of hinted they'll be making some sort of announcements in the next week or two because baseball's back in what, like two weeks? But I bought yeah, myself yeah. Uh, Vinny Pasquantino. Uh, I bought Ooh. myself a Hunter Green who throws a ball very hard. And I bought Julio Rodriguez. Oh, there rookies. you go. You get, yeah, those are those are fun ones. Hunt, Hunter Green, is he on the Reds, Hunter Green? Uh, yep. He, yeah. Uh, yeah, that I, I'm excited to dive in. I know there's people in our Discord too that was like, when, "When's so rare MLB content?" And I just give me a second. Let me like yeah, give, give me, me a, a second. Uh, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I'm excited to dive in and find a different way to lose money. That's really where I thrive. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so let's answer a few questions. I've no idea what we're going to be looking at here, um, nice. but let's just go for them. And if I miss any that you particularly want to ask, pepper me. So right. we'll we'll start with one to break up the so rare chat a bit. Andy Laird asked this. We won't dabble. We won't go too long, and people can always skip forward thirty seconds if they don't like us. Not sure if this is the venue or if anyone else actually cares, but I would love to hear you two content. Oh, they're goat emojis. That's very nice of you. Talk about the content grind. What you like, dislike, wish was better, etc. Uh, or maybe I'll just take you you guys out next time. Else is in New York. Do you know what this reminds me of, right? I don't know if you've ever watched a Joe Rogan podcast. I used to listen yeah. to them years ago. I don't really do it anymore. I don't have the time for those. Um, and there's another like comedian from Northern Ireland who has a podcast called Shane Todd. And I listen to them sometimes. And the amount mm-hmm. of times in my life I've listened to comedians 
talk about the grind of being a comedian and bits now you are a comedian right but the amount of times as a non-comedian i've listened to comedians talk about bits and sets and all this shit and i'm like i I really don't care but when i'm listening i care and i just listen anyway so that's kind of what's about to happen we're about to be two content guys talking about content for five minutes while you at home probably don't give a fuck about making content (laughs) i'm so glad you said that about comedians too it is it is like it is the most circle jerky thing ever it's like yeah man i, I like i you know i use the word the the first time and then switch it to it and uh <laughs> the venue really just like turned around on it <laughs> yeah they always talk about bits i remember that like yeah this bit yeah. right oh and like yeah. they talk about how they write it and how they come up with it. i don't know i always find it semi-interesting but i would always catch myself like what the fuck am I doing? Walk my dog with some comedians, do you know? I know. Um, I've definitely gone back and listened to myself on an episode, uh, like when someone's asked me to come on and talk about like whatever writing jokes, and I'm like, man, what are we doing? Who who's this for? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. This is for my therapist. But we're still gonna do it. But we'll, I'll, give us, I'll give us like a five minute maximum, right? But ideally two minutes. Content grind, likes, dislikes, what's going on? I uh, let me. Can I? Can I pose it to you? Because I, I'm curious how it's changed for you. Because you, like, I think I became aware of you when you were, uh, like, early, midsummer, maybe, uh, this past summer. And you're, like, you're in the five, 6,000 range in subscribers. Mm-hmm. And then I think when you came on the show, you were at 50,000. And I, and I was like, holy crap. And then since then, I think you now sign autographs in the streets, right? Like, are you, you well, millions? Well, I'm kind of known <laughs> around these parts. When I say these parts, I mean worldwide. Call me Pitbull. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Mr. Worldwide. John knows. But how, how has it changed for you? Like God. either process well, I don't know, like even even how you measure success, how has that changed for you in the last like, you know, six, think, eight months? Do you know what's weird, right? The the weirdest one recently is that for the World Cup, me and the guy Alex I did it all with busted our balls so hard because we knew that mm. was the time to make make hay, you know? The sun yeah. the sun was shining. That now there isn't we don't need to do as much. And right you know ultimately day to day aside from putting out like maybe a sewer video a day that might take me an hour to kind of you know prepare record upload whatever you know the shorts Mm -hmm. i mean there's a whole process i've got in place for the shorts but ultimately i can batch five of them out and that's me covered for five days because we're kind of doing one a day at the minute so i find myself with a lot of time and if i feel like i need to work harder but i think it's just about working better or something. I don't know. I don't. I, f- I feel like the whole goal of this was that I don't have to work 60-hour weeks anymore because for a year and a half there, I was doing two jobs. I was a content yeah. creator and I was working air traffic control. Um, so I don't know. Now I feel a wee bit of like, I still have the imposter syndrome because it was such a quick rise to the amount of subs. Um, mm-hmm. But on top of that, it's like the, I feel like a bit of a bum because like I wake up when I want and I'll chill out a bit. And then I'll think, and yeah. then I'll come up with a few ideas, and then I'll go and make a few videos. And it's beautiful. It's all I've ever wanted: freedom to do what I yeah. want. I want, but equally, it's about just accepting that that's life. Because there's only so much content you can put out in a day. Do you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Even if you want, even if you have the capacity to work your bollocks off and make eight shorts a day, you can't put eight shorts a day out. So there's a cap. So it's about yeah. um, I don't know. I do enjoy it. I'm just still adjusting. It's it's only been. I mean, I was eight years and. In fact, since I was fourteen, I had a job. So you could say fifteen yeah. years of working for other people. Um, eight years of that in a relatively stressful shift work job, and then now it's yeah. like, do what you want, big lad. So it is. It's it's tough finding that routine of like what 
what is both healthy, you know, as you doing this as a job, but also healthy, like, because I find myself overworking quite a bit because there's this pressure of, um, I find this pressure of not wanting to be wrong uh mm. for like pursuing this to begin with and i felt i felt that way when i like moved to new york to do comedy and it's like man i would hate to to be wrong which is funny because no one else gives a shit right no one that's just up here no one else is like dude you remember when mike moved to new york to try to be a comedian full time yeah. no everyone else's reaction is like holy shit dude you moved to new york or like yeah, you started yeah, yeah. you do a daily youtube show now and you like have a discord with a couple thousand people in it like that's their reaction but your brain is like Dude, everyone is gonna be laughing at you. <laughs> yeah, like, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so, like that, yeah. I find myself where I'm like, "All right, I got to get up. I got to prep for my show. I'm gonna bang out a couple of shorts. Then I'm gonna do the show. And then it's like 11 a.m. on my side and on my time. And I've already worked for like four and a half hours. But now I'm like, everyone else is at their job right now. Everyone's working, and you're fucking in your underwear, dude. Mm. What are like, what what are you doing? So it's really hard, just like shifting your brain, being like, no, that's. That's okay. That's like what my schedule's like yeah. now. And I like what I'm doing. I'm happy with I feel fulfilled with what I'm doing. Uh, uh but it is your brain, your brain like refuses to give you W's. <laughs> it's like yeah. you, you could be working harder though, dude. You why don't you have a million subs yet? You know, like that's what your but brain you see, does. That, like, that, that's what, that was my next like thing. I had I was thinking to myself, like the other hardest bit is being content where you are. Because yeah. in September, when I had ten thousand subscribers and maybe twenty thousand on TikTok. Yeah, I I honestly remember when the likes of Chani and Haber came into the space. Never mind, Nepenthes mm -hmm. is and like is only he's millions, right? But when yeah. the Chani's and Habers come in, I don't know where they are at the minute. But at the time when they came in, it was like hundreds of thousands and blue ticks and verified YouTubes, and I was like, mm -hmm. "Fucking hell!" If I ever yeah. had an account like that, I'd be full time. I'd be imagine that, imagine yeah. that. And now I don't know. Maybe they have more than me. Maybe they. Don't. I don't think Haber does. I'm going to point at him because he he said that to me recently. <laughs> maybe he's overtook me again. But we're 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 close. Uh, yeah. I don't know where Chani's at, and there's a load of other guys around. But my point is this: it's like now that I'm here, and I I I have still have this imposter syndrome around like short form content versus long form, because mm -hmm. long form is like real YouTubers. Short form is like I've cheated the yeah. system. You know, but I yeah. still get a hundred million views every month. But it's like I'm cheating because mm -hmm. it's short form. So it's this weird thing, right? But it's about now I'm like, well, I want half a million. And I'm looking at the yeah. year and I'm like, okay, well, there's what, 200 days left in the year, probably a few more than that. If I get a thousand subs a day, I could be on half a million by the end of the year. That would be a nice yeah. sort of milestone. But then I'll want a million. And then I'll want I... a, two million. And then I'll want TikTok to get to five million. And then I'll. Right. And it's just, it's, it's about trying to learn to be happy. That's the hard part. Well, what what is enough? The, the... Right. What is enough? And I think those goals are good. Like, I think it's good to have those goals. And I like that you, you know, you're not, you're like, once I get to 10 million, you're like, no, nah, let's just like chip away at this. I, cause I, I know I'm the same way where, you know, I, a much smaller capacity. I think we're like 8,500 or something over on YouTube, but like this time last year, we we're at like 3000. So like, yeah. you know, that that's growth. We that's absolutely love that. Growth. Right. And, and I'm looking at the numbers and I'm like, okay, based on, you know, bullshit websites that do subscriber projections. So like I'll be at 10,000 in May. And I think my brain is like, well, once I hit, like you were saying, once I hit 10,000, we're Gucci, baby. Like mm. we're good. We're, but it, yeah. I know the second I get to 10,000, we'll be like, well, if we hit 15,000, we'll probably be good. And it's good. It's like grinding to get more subscribers because that's just good for my product, my brand. Yeah. But it doesn't mean I had to, I had to do a, a brain switch where I was like, 
once I get once I get to ten thousand one, nothing fucking changes except that there's now ten thousand one people there, right? Yeah. It's yeah, not yeah. like, well, now I'm making bank, or now like, yeah, sure, it slowly comes, but it yeah. doesn't mean it doesn't mean happiness. It does nothing changes. It's just the just the number does. Yeah. And you hit a goal, and you should celebrate hitting the goal versus exactly. immediately moving the goalposts and being like, well, once I get to fifteen, <laughs> you know. But that was then, whenever I got my plaque for like a hundred thousand, it was like. I swear to God, we video end up and whatever, but it was the most unfulfilling, not unfulfilling, but it was like the most anticlimactic moment because it happened so quick with the World Cup. Like over the World yeah. Cup, there was one, honestly, I swear to God, it was just stupid. I'm not going to drop numbers, but it was fucking mad. And it was just like, I knew I was going to get a hundred two weeks before it happened. Yeah. So it was just like, ugh. So it was like this anticlimax. And I, I don't know, you kind of become numb to the numbers or something. Like even on Twitter, I remember the days when I thought 10,000 on Twitter would have been fucking crazy. Now I just, it, yeah. I don't know, it's just you lose that. And then the other thing, and we have went over the five minutes I said, but the other thing that's a bit squeaky bum is like income. Like while, you know, the going's good, everything's going great. Yeah. Everything's going hunky-dory and I am very comfortable. Mm -hmm. If so rare goes down the drain, if so rare data stop sponsoring stuff like this, if other little yeah. brand deals or people who want one-off videos or product placements or whatever it happens to happen, you know, what if, when I was in air traffic control, I knew what I was getting every single month, and now, even right. though I'm comfortable and it's going great now, I don't know where I'm going to be in a year. And on top of that, I don't know if I'm going to be a YouTuber in three years. I don't know if I'm going to be yeah. a presenter. I don't know if I'm going to be freelance. I don't know if I'm going to be... I don't know, it's just this weird, like, uncertainty, but I think it's just about trying to look at that as excitement and not nerves. Yeah. That's you know, it's funny, we're, it's weird. The, through our team hold, instead of doing, like, a Patreon right now, we're... <clears throat> To running this campaign where you can actually like invest in team hold and it's like for a small like one-time investment whatever whatever you want to do and basically what it is it's so we can pay an editor so that i can do the shorts and not spend eight hours because i'm terrible at editing right mm. like get somebody that's good at editing which i'm, I'm sure you've had some experience with like, like once you you're like, listen, I'm the talent. Turn the camera on and I'll cook, baby. But I can't do anything else. Um, and and like so instead instead of like giving them a, a T-shirt and a high five or whatever for doing a Patreon, they they have a chance to like make a little money if we make a little money. And it yeah. might go to zero just like anything else. But anyways, when we were coming up with the campaign, they were like, well, how long do you want to run this? You want to do it for like five years? And I was like, oh, my God, am I? I had this like crisis. Am I going to be on YouTube in five years? Like, what mm -hmm. does that even mean? And and I think it's, again, I go back to that's just like up here for us, right? Like, I think that we're like refusing to be like, I think that's fine. And like, even the way that you talked about the, your shorts views, like cheating the system or that how it just was like perfect timing with the Global Cup and the World Cup. And that's why you were like, you also were doing really good fucking content, right? Like if yeah. you weren't doing good content, you, you wouldn't have been there. And like, yeah, sure, stars aligned a little bit. But if you were bad at this, man, you wouldn't have that many. Like that's, yeah. so it's like you also are good at it, but our brain doesn't tell us that part, right? Our brain's yeah. just like, yeah, dude, good thing, good thing Messi, good thing Messi won. Otherwise no one would have watched the World Cup. My <laughs> yeah. stuff would have sucked. And yeah, <laughs> I'd be yeah, yeah. directing planes. So I- I know, and I know we went way over the time. I think that is fascinating, though. That's that's even yeah. less about content and more. I want to do a whole just... podcast. This I actually like. I think like because I don't know about you, but like I live and breathe like the YouTube analytics of it all, and the digging into this, and the strategy, yeah. and the retention hacks, and the this is and the that's, and really digging into the scripts mm. of like particularly shorts, whatever. With this, this is I said this last week, Dandy Laird. Like this is my place to like riff and just be me, but like yeah, I I could talk with that all day. So if anyone has podcasts on that, invite me. 
Um, that was yeah. actually our most liked question, so I don't feel bad spending a bit of time on it. Good. Um, the second, the mo- actually, that was the second most liked. The, the most liked was, why can't I say it? I just saw it. Am I going crazy? <laughs> no, it wasn't <laughs> the most liked. It had seven views, and I thought there were seven likes, so it was probably the least viewed. Uh-huh. It was probably the lowest of the low. It's actually the least viewed one. But anyway, Tom Doherty, Jason Derulo, <laughs> or Dwight Powell. <laughs> I so that's, <laughs> that's a great question. By tell Tom. me, Jay they Sean Derulo are... isn't a real person, and it's about Jason <laughs> Derulo. Please, God, tell me that. So yeah, yeah, J- <laughs> Jason Derulo, Jay Sean Derulo. Uh, the there's a player on the Rockets named Jay Sean Tate, and I'm dumb, and every time I say his name, I always just think of Jason Derulo. <laughs> so I call him Jay Sean Derulo Tate. Uh, Give me and your best, Jason Derulo. Like, uh, all I can think of is. Like that's whatever I think of it. It's just him whispering his name at the beginning of the song, which I love. Like that we wouldn't know it's Jason Derulo unless he told us it was Jason Derulo. Do you know what I have right? So I want you to tell me. Sorry, I bought it in properly, but I just really wanted to hear you do your Jason Derulo. I'm gonna give you my best shot, right? And I have no yeah, idea. Yeah, how to, yeah. I honestly don't know how this is gonna go. I don't do this often, only on like Tuesdays. So I'm doing it on a Thursday for a change. All right, let's go. Jason Derulo. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't he do that? He does that. That's so good. That's so good. My favorite thing. This is my favorite thing. This is about acting. This is just about people. I anybody uh in Europe can do a flawless American accent. Anyone I don't know what you mean, man. Yeah, no, but Americans I, no, are easy. Say, I it, but then like if I try to do it. I like will start out in Ireland and end in Australia. Like I can't, yeah. and maybe like swing by Minnesota on my way. Like <laughs> yeah. you can't, you can't do it. Uh, but you like flawlessly right into Derulo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I think I don't. Maybe it's because we grew up watching like American culture and 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 um, what's that word? What's that word? Culture. What's that? There's a word. Something pop. Oh, pop culture. Pop culture. pop culture. That's the one. Yeah, yeah. Brain fart moment. Right. So like, all our pop culture and all our series and all our everything is our Americans. So we probably grew up listening to them. Like there's people here who learn their English. Like kids have American accents because they watch too much TV these days. It's really sad. Wow. I swear to God, it's actually quite that's, depressing. That's how you know someone's been neglecting crazy. their child in front of a screen for too long. Someone's just yeah. turned off the podcast because they feel like I'm calling them out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? they're actually like talking yeah. like you. They're like, I've been watching too much Nellis. Yeah. So if your sound kids like sounded Nellis like now. me doing Jason Derulo, I hate <laughs> to tell you, but someone has to. Someone, someone in your life isn't know. being honest about your your parenting style. Turn it off. Uh. Yeah, because we don't have that. The closest we would have is like the Dairy Girls. Like we don't have oh, yeah. a lot of I've never Irish watched TV it. on. It's great. Dairy Girls is great. I, might I do have to have the captions on so I can understand what's going on, but it is a great show. <laughs> so I proper bought it in for the Jason Derulo thing when you were talking Jay Sean Derulo or Dwight Pyle. So you hate Dwight Pyle? Yeah, I don't like either of them really, but I I do feel like because when you look at projections, both of those guys always project really well uh, and they are never very good. Although I think Dwight Pyle scored like 40 so rare points last night or something. So I have to now take it back. Mm, I have a but I hate both equally limited yeah. I have yeah, no idea a, how he's not fun I've, I've no idea why <laughs> uh, what's going on with Jan Morant did he go to a strip club put money everywhere and then hold the gun up is that kind of the story yeah uh, but he just like he held it up like this like he held it up like you were taking the trash out 
You know what I mean? Like, ooh, stinky. Like, <laughs> like, yeah, that's kind of yeah, how he held it up with the strip club. Oh, my God, the sweat patches are still there. Yeah, dude, that's good, man. It means yeah, it's a good show. a good time. So he held a gun up, and he's been spent for, like, eight games, and he, they've kicked him off to, like, counseling or something to make it look like yeah, they're working on it. But it all feels very... Um, it all feels very uh, what like rehearsed right now, orchestrated in a sense that he was like away from the team. Uh, he was in counseling. All of a sudden, he's out of counseling. Then he did an interview, and now guess what? He's back right before the NBA playoffs start. You know oh, what I mean? Nice. So it's like, was he really getting help, or were they like, we need to make sure we give him a slap on the wrist and then back in time so we can make yeah. that sweet, sweet money? Um, but it was it was very dramatic for a couple of days. There was like rumors he wasn't going to play again this season. But clearly, Jeez. clearly that wasn't the case because you just just don't when you get a lap dance, don't bring a gun in. I think that was the that's the takeaway, right? It's either booty, <laughs> booty or bullets. You can't have both <laughs> booty or bullets. You can't have both. <laughs> yeah, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> so Andy Laird also wanted to know if Top Shot moments are actually collectibles. Do you think they'd be worth more if Dapper disappeared? Uh does he mean like I I can't tell if because I saw this too I couldn't tell if he was just like taking a shot at Dapper or if he just means like things become more collectible when let, no more the uh, the infrastructure yeah I guess I guess I see I guess he's I mean I don't know would you say the same about so rare with their suit, well like, so with rare their... no because of the utility but is Dapper or is like Top Shot not predominantly collectible based. Uh, they, yeah, they. I think they are predominantly collectible based. I guess you say, I guess I see what he's saying. Like just because they continue to make more. Uh, I don't know. I think like the stuff that's considered collectible will always be collectible. Mm. Like the fancy shit, the one that they're when there's yeah. not a lot of them. When it's LeBron's first moment, when it's John Morant's rookie moment, Zion's rookie moment. Like those will always be considered mm. collectible. But I guess I see what you're saying. Like everything becomes more scarce if they stop making them. It's a good. I don't know. Do you do you consider so rare collectible? Hmm. I think there's definitely a collectible aspect, but I think it won't develop for another few years, and I don't think you can force it. I think yeah. it'll just happen as it becomes more household namey, akin to when the iPhone came out, no one gave a shit, but someone right. sold one for sixty five grand last week or something. Whenever right. PS one games first editions come out, no one gave a shit, but they're selling out for loads of money. It's the same. It just takes time. It takes nostalgia. It takes. I wonder if that affects like the collectibles of it. This is a deeper point I've never mentioned, actually. You know, you think like the trading card industry, that kids in America and Canada and across the world, but predominantly over in North America, mm -hmm. grow up with these trading cards. And it's a nostalgic thing, trading them in the playground. Maybe not, they're all PSA. Maybe they're not in the playground with them anymore. Maybe they are, they just have them in slabs. But yeah. it's all about, you know, you can grow up with that. Therefore, when you become an adult, it's nostalgic for you to go after the card. Like for kids today, might want to go after the Mahomes whenever they're a multimillionaire in 20 years. Yeah. Whereas so rare because it's 18 and over, maybe that nostalgia factor won't be a thing. That's true. That's I'm true, just, right? Because it does, doesn't go back. My, my biggest thing with that, I've always said like, if they, it becomes a collectible if the game becomes the game. You know what I mean? Like if they crush this game, if they crush this, if this becomes like fantasy sports of the future, then mm. that's where it becomes a collectability. But I was always concerned whenever they like market it as a collectible. I'm like, I don't know. I, I would just, I think it becomes a collectible if it becomes massively successful. And then they're going to be like, oh my God. Yeah. This is like the first, oh, not the first ever, but like the, if it becomes the future of it, I think that's where yeah. the collectability comes. So I like, I agree with you in the sense that it's, if it is going to be considered a collectible, it'll be in years, years to come. Yeah. I think there's ways you can try and 
make people care more about collectability and over time you know you can speed that process up but i still think it's going to take time i think everything, yeah like is is there anything collectible that's just collectible overnight unless it already has ip like if nike drop a shoe that's one of ten that's very collectible i imagine or if rolex drop a watch that's, that's a very point. collectible but that's because they're already household names so but like if i come out with Jonabs, which is a type of action figure called Jonabs, right? And I say, this is a Jonab. Do you want one? Yeah. This is what it looks like. And it looks like a piece of shit. It's a potato with a fork out the side of it or something. Like, is anyone going to say that's collectible? No. Yeah, you're right. It's that, that's, <laughs> that's the weirdest analogy I've ever made. But no, you, know I mean? no. you can't just say something's collectible. You need to, like, prove it over time and build IP and, like, do you know? Yeah, no, I totally agree. I totally agree. And I think if the, like the, yeah, because it's I'm even like Pokemon stuff like that. No, because that was a game too. So that's not the same. Yeah, I totally agree. I think like it wouldn't be a collectible right away. But that's um, a good analogy. Don't don't shoot for, don't shoot yourself down. That's a good analogy. For twenty percent off your first job, <laughs> use the link in the description. <laughs> yeah, you right. can get, get all the all the rarity traits on so rare data. To get a whole little. <laughs> <laughs> Right, we'll bang out a couple more. Rob Marshall, what would yeah. you like to see from SoRare to keep engagement in MLB NBA during the offseason? He knows Ultimate Champions did virtual game weeks over the summer to help uh, to keep people engaged, and they were well-received. Anything you'd like yeah. to see? I would have loved to have seen, uh, I know they. it's already been missed, but like they're the World Baseball Classics going on mm. right now. And like people are talking about baseball, and it seems it seemed to be a little silly not to be on top of that and have something ready to go. And maybe it's because they are revamping and getting ready for like the start of the MLB season. But can you imagine them not doing the Global Cup for the World Cup? Yeah, it's a bit weird. Who, yeah. Who's winning or who's won? Is it the Dominican Republic looking favorites still? Or have like uh, I think so. I, th I know... Puerto Rico just got a big win last night um, with their guy, but somebody got hurt too, uh, like Edwin Diaz. But yeah, I, I'll be completely honest. I haven't been watching a ton of it, but I know I know people have been hyped. Mm. Yeah, it seems like a bit, a bit of a missed opportunity. It must have been a licensing thing. Because um, yeah. I can't imagine they wouldn't want to do that. But yeah, I suppose trade right. every competition they can. I don't know if there's a way you could score the likes of spring training because um, they do play games, don't they? Or maybe that's just like scoring friendlies, no. which is a bit Yeah, stupid. yeah, it does, it does feel like a little bit more like friendlies and like everybody plays two innings like nobody really plays a full okay. game but something around it would be kind of fun yeah like most home runs of spring i don't know like you could have like separate competitions where you submit a player or maybe that doesn't work because certain people be yeah. you get my point we don't have to always stick yeah. to this like five or seven player structure it'd be fun right if have some fun side games where you could submit a card for the week for the guy who you think will make the most jewels or in football i'm thinking or the person who will make the most saves you put in a goalkeeper or the person mm -hmm. you know i mean there's the payoff there is if you think they're going to make the most saves or score really well why wouldn't you use them in a lineup but the ability to say like in nba i think this person will score the most and you could put in your dwight Powell, and if he hits off a 92 on a week which will never happen you win i don't know Maybe everyone just sticks in there. Everyone just buys a Doncic and puts it in every week. But you no, get I, my point. Side games better thought out than that. Could be fun. But maybe that doesn't even yeah. work in the offseason. Yeah, more stuff. More You need more stuff. Like with the NBA too, they have the summer league where it's like all of the rookies, second year and third year guys come back and like play for a couple of weeks, which is in almost like a, a tournament. The same thing. Like even if... Even if it's just free to play, man. No, people just want to do stuff, you know? Mm. Like, give us reasons to come on the platform and do stuff. So I do. I hope we get more side games. Taco Slayer, my man. Would you Would you like... What would you like to see Sower doing in the NBA? Oh, we've just answered this. Okay, yeah. we've answered that. And the last one, looking for food. 
which is a name I love. Um, team holder world it's, famous for their drops when a player does well. Would they consider doing the football equivalent? For example, we would all love a Parejo drop. Yeah, I think we do. I think, and listen, this is another uh, great opportunity to invest in team hold so I can pay someone to edit all of our stuff. But I would love, <laughs> I would love to have uh, some football drops. We need some baseball drops as well. Um, no, that's like, we do. We, we are known for our drops. And when you say drops, you know, we're not like we're, giveaways. Oh no, it was like, uh, kind of like the video. So it's like, we have video drops ah. for uh, specific players. So anytime, uh, Dwight Powell does not have one, but if we like Dwight Powell and, uh, we like talk about Dwight Powell for some reason, it's usually like a quick 10 second hitter. That is, uh, it's usually like How a much stupid song. What I have to invest for you to make one in Donny Parejo for Donny Parejo. Oh, you delayed at the right <laughs> not, time. Not, not much, not much. You wouldn't have to invest much. <laughs> yeah. well, that's something to think about. But we could definitely, we we could get some Pareo in there. I think we can do it. Yeah, I, th <laughs> I think it has to happen. You know, it's just going to rise your, your stock, really, you know, if you're associated with a guy like that. Um, I'm actually, I, know. I mean, by the time this podcast's out, we'll know the answer, but I've got a nice lineup in football this week, um, waiting to see what Danny Parejo does. I love waiting on him because the king always delivers. Um, and if you're listening to this tomorrow, he's probably shot 100. If he shot 42, you can laugh at me. <laughs> but I think the Real Madrid stack shot like 340 points in football and of Danny Parejo to go. So I'm excited for tonight. But, um, there we go. Good luck with your NBA lineup. And thanks hey. for coming on, Mike. It's been an absolute pleasure. People can find you at Mike Zakarian or at Team Hold. Um, YouTube, Twitter, anywhere else? That's all the spot. Uh, TikTok. You can find me on TikTok as Mike Zakarian too. Trying to uh, following the Nellis blueprint, baby. Been trying to fire that short form stuff out, oh, baby. out there. So uh, we're over. We're over on the TikToks. <laughs> Good man. Well, look, Mike. It's been an absolute pleasure. Uh, like this video and subscribe before you go. If you're listening on podcast, please leave a review. And we'll see you soon. Bye bye.